Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, he is back. He's been gone a minute. He's doing big things. But we got to talk about the Federal Reserve because I'm going to have a different slant this morning. I'm just in a, I'm in a crotchety mood. I'm going to come out and say, uh, after GDP came in at 4.9%, after pending home sales surprise to the upside, after new home sales surprise to the upside, job market holding in there. I'm just going to come out and say it. Jonathan, the Fed's got to raise rates. Let's go up another 100 basis points. Wow. Let's just whack this thing and, and get inflation behind us. What do you think of all that nonsense and craziness? Wow. 100 <laughs> basis points. Yeah, was, let's, just, let's just break the system. God. Well, I think that would break the system. Um, and I don't think we need to go that high. I mean, inflation seems – the economy is running hot, but, I mean, inflation – is uh running hot jonathan it was 4.9 percent gdp uh, what's what's above hot remember, remember the days when we used to get all excited about that you know like, i know right <laughs> the economy is great you know now everyone's like the economy is great oh no it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> great whoops not not too great stop that yeah yeah it's it's, uh, it's yeah. pretty wild i mean listen i i i think i think uh i mean i was reading the other day about this and i, I if you so it's funny. I think you're you're taking the opposite position that you usually take, and now I'm going to take the opposite position that I usually take. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm so, just in a bad mood this morning, so I'm just I'm just going to have fun all day. Yeah, I'm not in a bad mood, but uh, I don't know. I did have a long illness, and maybe my brain is has been <laughs> affected by this. But um, I mean, listen. So, if, if you look at kind of like what's going on with macroeconomics, right? With like with reshoring manufacturing, with, you know, workers gaining more power again as a result of partially reshoring, but partially also the declining like demographics, right? You've got fewer workers, you know, these things are going to, I mean, I think essentially we have had, you know, 30 years of artificially low prices in the U.S. because of offshoring everything, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And yep. now it's like everything else. There's reversion to the mean and it's coming back. And I think it, it's got to, and the pendulum has always got to swing further. Correct. Right. Before mm-hmm. it comes back. And, and I, so I was reading the other day, somebody was saying, you know, maybe the fed just needs to get off this 2% inflation figure. Mm-hmm. Right. Like who came up with that anyway? Where did that come from? Right. It's just that we had artificially low inflation for such a long time that the fed said, all right, yeah. 2%. That's our target. Yeah. But historically, it's always been about 3%, right? I mean, you're old enough to remember when like, yeah. and, and people still teach underwriting, myself included, where like the long-term inflation rate is 3%. So that's how you grow your rents. You know, I'm sure that, you know, remember for the longest time in single family houses, the appreciation mm-hmm. rate that you expected was 3% because that's what right. long-term inflation is, right? And so this, you know, maybe the Fed is just kind of, fetishizing this 2% figure, 3% inflation we can live with. And if we're at 
three percent or we're i think we're getting close now right we're maybe three and a half or something at this point i think three. well it depends on which one you look at uh yeah. cpi headline i think was three seven last reading uh, okay. pce core was uh three five i think right uh, so we get another of, reading tomorrow so we'll see yeah we're kind of in range right so right yeah i think it may be i'm gonna say i think the fed either should stand where it is or maybe go up a quarter point but I think I think that we don't. I, what's to whip? I guess in my view, like a hundred basis points for what? For half a point of inflation? You know? Yeah. I mean, right? If if you take the three percent figure as what sure. it ought it ought to be, right? Well, and, uh, you know, I, I you know, there's some scary charts out there. Um, you know, there's the, the, one of the charts I've been looking at recently is the inflation chart of the late '70s, and it really was kind of a you know it went up, it came down, and it came roaring back. Right. And right. one of the things I so let's just get this clear: I don't think the Fed should go up 100 basis points. I'm just, I'm just, I'm in one of those moods. He's being but, a curmudgeon today. Yeah, I just, I just. So bad. <laughs> um, but one of the things I am significantly concerned about, and this is legit, is shelter inflation catching people by surprise, April, May, and June of 24 because we're mathematically set up for shelter inflation to roll lower but where we're at right now we're going to we could potentially roll into the spring uh real estate market with very little existing homes available mm, yeah and more importantly builders are cutting back in a huge way right so they're blowing out existing inventory and they're stopping projects so we may have a double whammy of not a lot of new homes and not a lot of existing homes into the spring selling season, which, you know, it, it not only prices, but rents, at least in single families could shock to the upside again. It, yeah, it's, but, it's a real concern. But on the other hand, though, you do have a supply glut of apartments in a lot of, of apartments markets right now. True. Right. True. So, and I think people will, will defer buying homes and they will rent instead, especially getting these nice juicy concessions yeah. For beautiful, one for month, beautiful, two months, three months for beautiful yeah. class A brand spanking new apartments yeah. in a lot of these hot markets. So, I mean, I saw some stats recently that were staggering. You know, Atlanta, eleven percent vacancy in the market in Atlanta, wow. right? Wow. And and other markets with with numbers not quite as eye popping, but similar. You know, talking like nine, ten percent in some of those markets. And that's that, without inventory, new inventory coming on. No, well, yeah, I mean that's that's not, yeah, not hasn't accounted for the inventory that's in the Correct. pipeline, Correct. right? Yeah. That's currently right now, and they're right. they're saying that you know this the deliveries are gonna what's in the pipeline now is going to be rolling out over the next six to twelve months, but mm -hmm. there's not because of where we are at the moment, there's not a right. lot of new starts and new uh, you know yep. new permits being pulled Correct. right now, but we still have to roll through that existing inventory plus mm -hmm. what's still coming so it's going to be a soft market for the next year at least right yep. as that gets absorbed so i think that will that will uh you know lessen the inflation number that that's coming off of single family homes okay you know where you've got still a very uh, not a hot market because volume is way down but a very strong market in, in terms of pricing yeah. right so um I think yeah. that I think those those two things will offset each other in in the numbers. Yeah. The other thing to talk we've got to talk about and, and the thing that really shocked me this I had I was wrong. I I was I like to I like to celebrate when I'm right, but I was wrong this morning. Pending home sales were up 
They went up 2.1%. Expectations were down 1.1%, and I thought they'd be down 3%. Dude, rates are 8%. What I mean, now cancellations are up, according to Redfin, 16.6% or so. Um, so we'll see how many of these pendings actually close. But 8% rates, people are locking up homes, man. This is This is wild. Well, I mean, listen, if they're anticipating them going up even further, then, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right? I mean, psychology, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and not only that, but I mean, it, you got to ask yourself, I mean, when I read the articles about, well, nobody's buying homes because they're, they don't want to give up their, you know, 2% mortgage. I mean, that assumes they're giving up a 2% mortgage, right? I think there's a lot of people who didn't refinance necessarily, right? Didn't get around mm -hmm. to it or just for whatever reason, didn't qualify, you know, mm, could be, like yeah. I, I tried to refinance my mortgage and they were like, huh, entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no way. I'm not, we're not giving you a more. I was like, yeah, I want to ref my mortgage is 10% of the value of my house. Doesn't matter. Right. Huh. We're not going to refi wow. you. Cause like, you know, so yeah. anyway, so I think that there are people out there who, um, okay. you know, just, or they bought their homes. They, there are lots of people out there who don't refinance. Right. So mm -hmm. I think there's some of those people and there's always a certain number of people who have to move, you know, job changes, family changes, whatever. Yeah. So, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard something yesterday. I just want to share there. Have you heard about the five D's for why uh, people no. move? So no. the first ones are easy, right? Death and divorce, right? right. Th those are the ones we always talk about, but diapers. Okay. Diplomas. Yeah. And what was the fifth one? Death, divorce, diapers, diplomas. I forget the fourth one. There's a fifth D in there somewhere. And but, they must have figured out how to make jobs into a D. Yeah, must or something, have been, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. There's a lot of, re that's why transactions aren't zero. You're right. There's a lot of people out there. And also, people have a lot, 40% or so of single family homes have no debt. Well, see, there you go, right? Yeah. That, so, a lot of those people, and if they're, if they're just doing the math and saying, like, hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I can afford an 8% mortgage, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm I'm downsizing or I'm moving to a cheaper market or I mean, let's not discount that, right? When you're when you're buying when you're selling, you know, your $1.5 million two bedroom house, two bedroom mm -hmm. apartment in Manhattan, and right. you're moving into to Miami like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or you're moving, yeah, you're moving to a five bedroom house in South Carolina that costs you four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. You're okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, you're okay. You're not even getting a mortgage, right? You're just yep. paying exactly. cash for that, right? Exactly. So, yep. yeah. And even if you yeah. were, you're like, hey, my payment, what? It's, you know, it's nothing compared to what I was paying before. So, exactly. Um, so, I did remember the fifth D, it is diamonds, diapers, uh, diamonds, okay. and diplomas, along with death and divorce. There we go, diamonds. Uh, but at the end of the day, the 4.9% GDP growth was really widespread, right? It was consumers, it was government, it was residential investment. It was pretty widespread. But I cannot see that being repeated in Q4, right? We're going to yeah. come off the boil uh, a lot, of, you know, because again, we got student loans. It's just, but that's what, four nine. That's wild. I mean, what is, what's, uh, this is the mystery to me is like, what is driving this right now? Because, you know, we've, people have burned through those COVID savings, right? I mean, they spent all that money during, uh, on yeah. plastic junk for their kids during lockdowns yeah. and like like all that all that spending is kind of like that well, that mouse has gone through the snake right and so uh, it's pretty wild what, so i've been thinking about this and again i i 
I lived in a household where we were very much financially insecure. I remember my parents. I remember myself. I mean, one of my earliest memories, I found a dime and I thought I was rich. I mean, that's how poor we were, right? So I remember my mom in the checkbook trying to, you know, pay, rob Peter to pay Paul. But what I think is happening is a lot of households, I think a lot of households have mortgages below 4% or 3% or whatever they are. And that is the largest expense outside of taxes mm. for most people. And what people don't really get is that's fixed. That's not going up. Yes, yeah. insurance and taxes could be going up based on where you where you live and all of that, but it's the it's not going up. So over the last couple of years, we've seen rent inflation, we've seen all these things which are valid, but if you got that fixed mortgage payment, not impacted. Plus, yeah. we've seen true real wage growth. I think that's happening. Um, you know, we we see more people working from home, which means they are doing less driving to the office, less eating out, less this, less that. So I think the financial consumer, the average one, certainly the owners of owners of homes, this probably is not true for renters, but they're just their their income statement, income minus expenses, gives them more discretionary income. I think that's what's going on. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, and look, sixty five percent. You know, in spite of the multifamily bros out there who constantly want to tell you that nobody wants to own a house anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Homeownership continues to be 65%. And it is like, you know, varied by two points in either direction for the, since world war two. Right. So uh, yeah. So if if you, you know, if you're, if you write about that word, the majority of Americans own their own homes and their balance sheets are good in terms of what they're paying for housing, Mm -hmm. then they've got a lot of money. I think their, I think their balance sheet without question is great because the average net worth of of uh, average, not median, is over a million bucks now. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. A mil- 1.06 is the average. Now, that's obviously pulled higher by billionaires, of course. The right. median is something like 380. Um, but I think the average American is wealthier today than they've been in the last ever, right? They've been ever. And if they have an income statement that is in better shape than most people get, you know, that's that, that's what's happening. And yet we as a nation complaining more than about ever. everything about yeah. everything better off than we've ever been and less happy about it than ever. And we before. have lots of ways to tell people we're not happy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is a lot of fun. Well, Jonathan, do me a favor. Where can people find you? Where can they get your amazing uh, workbook, all that great stuff? Well, yeah. So listen, I've got some new and exciting stuff coming up. You and I haven't really talked about that much, but I have completely overhauling my multifamily investment program I'm working on that as we speak. I'm going to release this right before Thanksgiving. Ah, and I like it. With a big discount on the future price, you're going to get the entire course and 12 months of calls with me for just a thousand bucks. And that is wow. half of what that's going to cost in the future. We're going to do this special pricing for the new rollout. So nice. if you want to get in on that, the best thing to do is get on my email list. And the way to do that is go to apartmentinvestorsclub.com and grab my free download there and get yourself on the email list. So uh, I welcome you if you want to learn how to invest in multifamily and a great, great, great opportunity is coming. I really believe. Oh, yeah, of, I, me too. I mean, I think the, 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 the storm is gathering, right? So it's going to be interesting for sure in the next 20, 24 months or so. And if you want to be ready for that, now's, now's the time. So, apartmentinvestorsclub.com. Awesome. Thanks, Jonathan. Take care. Mm -hmm.